Hello, softball fans. It's time for the final edition of the Softball Slammer. It was a beautiful day at Duryu Park this Sunday. It sure was the Oyster's earrings. Freddie, why don't you tell us about the first game? That Darren Smith sure got hot out there. Those hits were on the level. In the second game, Dingers and Stingers walked off the all balls. Boy, Jamie sure was a swanky swell at the end of that game. A walk-off. Hot socks. In game three, Seaball punched their playoff tickets, defeating Chris Band's Dreamcatchers. Hey, Jimmy, knock, knock. Who's there? Corey Baker. Corey Baker who? Exactly. And finally, Game of Thrones is playoff bound after dismantling the Villers and the Dirtbags. Hey, what's more obnoxious than Greg DeVilla's hollering at the umpire? I don't know, why don't you tell me? Corey Baker, hot dog! Weekly, 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 ball movement. 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 Are you talking about softball? Alright, everyone. I'm super excited. This is probably... Sarah, do you think this is the last episode of the season? I don't know. I was thinking how it's kind of nice when the awards and the team party is like the... That's the last word. Oh, okay. And not us. Oh, yeah. That's that's very true. But this... So this might be the last one. And we have two people here tonight. Again, Corey Sitar. Hello. Uh, and Mallory Wheeler. Hi. Mallory, you're on my team, the Hitsters. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. Okay. All right. But first, I'm going to start with Corey. Ooh. Corey, you're on Dingers and Stingers. Yeah. You've been in the league forever. Yeah. You've been on, like, I don't know, 15 teams or some shit. Did you say who these people are? <laughs> yeah, Corey Sitar and Mallory Wheeler. Okay. Yeah. Um... Dingers and Stingers, tell us about how your season's going. Tell us about how life is on uh, Brandon's team. Life is uh, pretty good on uh, on Brandon's team. Um, we're uh, looking forward to the weekend. Um, only lost the one time this year against uh, Goodwood or the, that that orange team, mm -hmm. and uh, we think we can uh, we can beat them if they can make it uh, past uh, you guys. Okay, all right. So yeah, otherwise, really, it's been a lot of fun. Great great group of people. I played with a lot of them. And a couple of uh, new people that have been a lot of fun, too. You're on a winning team again last year on your winning team. Um, always fun to be on winning it team. It makes it a lot uh, lot easier to wake up on uh, Saturday mornings. Right. Um, all right, Mallory, you're also on a winning team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe the, the team of the year, just in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree. <laughs> yeah, good. All right, we got it. Two people on the podcast agree. Um, so, Mallory, tell me how... I don't think we've ever had like a true rookie who knew nothing about the league coming in like in the podcast before. So I'm actually really excited to just kind of hear your thoughts on the league in general and how it's gone and how it started. So how do you feel about it in general? <laughs> it's definitely been a, a huge factor in my time in Korea. Just before the league even started, I wasn't really doing much. It's always been like a one teaching contract year for me. So... Mm -hmm. Finding something to do in my free time, like on the weekends, was really difficult. Other than like the party culture, because you're always leaving. Yeah, is that it in yeah. your mind? Yeah, in yeah. my mind's like I can't like create too many like solid relationships. <laughs> I remember those <laughs> days, <laughs> and you just kind of like live with what you have in your apartment because you don't want to buy anything. Yeah, you're always just like I could buy more forks, <laughs> but I, I'll just live with this one. Yeah, you know? I inherited everything in my apartment, and yeah, it's just like well, I could get like a water thing for my shower but it was like is it worth it <laughs> i'm leaving in like uh aren't you on countdown did you tell me you're on I, a countdown i have i think 88 days until my contract ends <laughs> i have a little flip calendar at my desk all right so you're you would say you're enjoying it yeah it's definitely i'm sad 
that the end is coming mm. now that I know because then it's like well then I have what eight weekends left of my time here and what nothing am I to do, do? <laughs> yeah um so talk to me about like coming in as a rookie going to the rookie game what were your feelings about the rookie game okay um well so I found out about the league from Jenna Pereira um oh yeah she yeah. was on the team last year she, I love Jenna <laughs> she invited me in the fall to one of the uh, tournaments tournaments yeah and I came and watched and it was fun and I was really interested it was scary because she left before the rookie game oh yeah so I was I didn't even have anyone that I knew that I could like show me the ropes okay so I just went by myself you know took the <laughs> took the red line out to Banyoa, by yeah. myself like walk there like had no idea what I was expecting get to this like dirt <laughs> Field, that's terrified. a kind. That's a kind way to put it. That's yeah. a, a compliment to that like, field. Can, can this be right? Is yeah. this right? Am I supposed to be here? Yeah. All of like the trucks, and I was like, okay, and then you know went up. Did I didn't say anything to anyone? I was mm-hmm. I was just terrified. And then once it got going, it was better because then I realized everyone else was terrified, like all the other rookies. Okay, so you would use the word terrified. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was just like I had no idea what to expect. I. It was the rookie game, but I didn't realize we'd be doing, like, drills. Then I was like, when's the last time I did, a, like, an infield drill, like, fielding a grounder? It's been, like, ten years. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, terrified. Just, yeah, terrified. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> and then I didn't want to make a fool of myself. <laughs> I, I have a question oh, about okay. that. Yeah. When you first heard that there was a rookie game, what was your, like... I, didn't, I didn't thought we'd just be, like, scrimmaging or something. Okay. Just, like, make two teams. Like an actual game. Yeah. Which they sort of did at the end, but it wasn't... Very well by the organized. End, yeah, by the end I was like, I don't think I even, I think I went up to that like once so during remember, the scrimmage yeah. part. When we first instituted the rookie game, there was a split among the captains of whether this was the most ludicrous idea or the greatest idea ever. Uh-huh. And it was a good 50% were like, this is stupid. Nobody's going to come. Right. They're just going to be embarrassed. They're going to be shy. And the other's like, no, this is fantastic because all we ever went by was just photos and phone numbers. That's right. all we had. And yeah. then we finally did this, and it turned out. I think it might have been your first year too, right? No, I think no, the year before. The year before, or yeah. maybe two even. So we, it, it was uh, always. I'm always interested to see or to hear mm-hmm. what people think of it when they. Right. Go. I think in that case, both sides were absolutely correct. <laughs> Probably true. Probably. <laughs> it's ludicrous. I and love. A good idea. I love the rookie game mostly because. The coaches have these clipboards, and they look oh, so serious man. and so like um, uh, organized and thoughtful, and it really uh, sets a bar that nobody ever exceeds. Right. My system. The... My system. I thought I had a system at the rookie game. I'm like, okay, I got all. I got all the names. I got to print it out. I'll come up with a system. I like. And marking things like I got stars and then I got to the draft and I looked at my paper and I was just like what is this what did I do there's only two people on here that I marked to dra- it was insane and you probably didn't get to- so the rookie game was terrifying what about the rest of the season how's the rest of the season gone it's- when did the terror level drop um <laughs> probably at uh I don't know because I met a couple people at the rookie game and it, we were you know chatting and everyone was making sarcastic comments mm-hmm. and everything and then they all ended up being on different teams, so uh-huh. it's just like, and then I like barely have spoken to them since then. <laughs> um, actually, Matt's girlfriend Vanessa, Vanessa, she she was one of the people I talked to okay. at the rookie game, and we chatted and stuff. So it was nice because then I felt more comfortable having Matt there. So then I was like, okay, oh okay, like you're a known 
You're a known person. Yeah, okay. entity. So it's Man. been. It's been I think good. I think I forget about this because like, I've been here for five years, and even when I came into the league, I knew, right, almost, I knew all the coaches from the tournaments and all that stuff. And then I went to the rookie game, but like I knew everybody. And, we already knew who you were. And yeah, and it was just like a thing. Like I just showed up and went. And so like I never really had that like total unknown yeah. situation. <laughs> You did. You did our first pyros. Oh yeah. Practice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When the pyros first got together, like seven years, six or seven years. I don't even remember. When Rug, like Sean Rug and Chris. No, it was just Sean Rug. He like put this thing out that was like, "Come out, let's play ball. It'll be fun." And then I went out, and it was the same thing. Like, I didn't know anybody, and yeah, it's it's so weird. Yeah. You're just like, are you auditioning? Does it matter? You want to do well. You you don't want to look stupid. Yeah. And I felt pretty comfortable because, like, at the rookie game, I didn't miss any grounders, and I caught, like, the one pop-up that I had to, so I was like, okay, so at that's least a, I did That's a stellar fail. performance. Yeah. And I think it was, <laughs> he was like, what's your number? And he's like, turn around. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the whole number thing. Because, like, of course, we have to have some, some way to, like, sure. signal who the people are. You can't just have people out there and then watch everything and be like, oh, shit, I don't know who that was. <laughs> So yeah, then the number system and everything, but it makes sense. One of the reasons we instituted was uh, Paul Whitaker. Have you heard the story of Paul Whitaker's first year? No. So he ended up being drafted in like the sixth or seventh round because if you saw his picture, he looked like he probably shouldn't have graduated high school. <laughs> the, way he, the way he photographed and nobody wanted to draft him. He had the goofiest face. And all we had was just... The goofiest man, face. Finish goofiest, that part. Or, yeah. Just the goofiest face. Like he, he really... Uh, I can't even describe it. And so nobody drafted him, but Adam Beatty knew him from flag football. And so he's like, I can just wait on this guy because he looks like an idiot. <laughs> just in that photo. He doesn't normally look like an idiot. In that photo, he looked like an idiot. And so nobody was like, who is this guy? And they just kept skipping over him and finally got him really late. And he was, he's one of the best players that right. we've had in all of these years. And so he had an advantage from knowing him outside of ball. So we're like, we can't do this anymore. Epic. Epic steal. You got you to gotta have a rookie game. Everybody's got to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So we'll talk more about your first season as we go here. Let me get to my top five here tonight. The first one being, we had the coaches party last night. I don't want to say too much because there's a million secrets that I have to keep. Uh, well, actually, like, how many awards do we have? 30? Yeah. 30 secrets. Um, but, like, we, Sarah, you went to the draft a couple years ago. I obviously went to the draft this year. So the coaches party, or the coaches meeting, everybody gets together. You vote on things. And the only thing I really want to say is, like, the level of intensity, quite high. But I think there's something kind of cool about that. Corey, you've been in yeah, uh, yeah. A half a dozen of these meetings. It definitely gets heated yelling at your friends over things that aren't that important and against your own friends. Right, yes. Oh, that's the toughest thing. Like, it's people. Everything is people. Right. Like, but you don't then, really want the other person not to win, but you really want to fight for your person to win. Uh-huh. And... Uh, it gets a little unnecessarily heated. Right. And then everyone comes in with kind of different principles and ideas about what things mean and how we should evaluate. And then these things that we never like settle. Yeah. Nobody it, has the same. It criteria. changes from uh, award to award and whatever. Um, so yeah, it was, but it was a, it was a awesome experience. And I think the reason I want to talk about this is we talked last week about what it takes to be a coach. And I've been thinking a lot about it. And I think the biggest thing is that you just like the DSL. You yeah. love the DSL. 
That's really the biggest thing. If you love the DSL, you'll do all the things. You'll right. make sure that the beer is there and the ice is there. You'll make sure that your team has what they need. You'll make sure that you umpire the games and do it faithfully, you know, because you just love the organization and you want it to go well. I think that's that's pretty accurate, yeah. And so you see that in the coach's party where it's just like, or the coach's meeting, it's just this intensity comes to a head kind of. And you want to make it so that you're, you're, the people you've drafted, especially the newer people, are enjoying themselves as well. I think that's one of most coaches' goals. They so, want to make sure that they, that you know, that your teammates that are coming out, they want to come in. back. They want to come back. They want to be integrated because it's good for the health of the league, but it also mm-hmm. when your team gets along, it's way better. We know some teams in past years have not gotten along, and it doesn't matter how talented you are if you don't right. enjoy being around each other. All right, so Mallory, how are we doing? How are we doing on uh, getting along and <laughs> yeah, feeling I, good? I think that's part of why the Daily Soccer League is like so helpful for me right now. It's just like all these people, I enjoy being around them, and when we're playing together, I, it's never. it feels easy. Uh-huh. I forgot how much I miss playing softball until then I'm on the field and it's like, this is fun. Like, I do enjoy this. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, why did I stop? <laughs> Does the same go for being around people? <laughs> so, sometimes. <laughs> it, it depends who. Because <laughs> one of my things with the softball thing has always been that you're bringing all these different people from all these different groups together who would really never come together. Um, I lived in Pohang a long time before I met any of those guys who played softball and then... We played softball and we've been together for like six years and I see them every week during the season and it's it's fantastic. Um, and I really love that because it, it's hard to just be like, 100 people, come come be in this place, you know? Um, but here we have something to focus on and, and do while we're all together. Um, it's surprising to see these people. It's like I never would think about seeing them and then now, now that the league has started, I'm like, downtown and suddenly I see like 20 people from the league and it's just like right have they always been here like circling around and I just never noticed like <laughs> so it, it is nice and now it is like oh like I'll give them a wave or say hi and they do know me and I know them right it's yeah it's difference. a big it's a big community um like how, how many things do you, how many people do you think have been in the league in the history of the league Corey uh I be There's like good. 550 members of the Facebook yeah, group. I would guess, yeah, six, 600? Somewhere around 600. 600. So there's just people out there everywhere. Just Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who've been there from a lot of years, but anywhere from 100 to 120 per year. Right. I figured 30 to 40 minimum new every year. Right, so probably 500, around 500. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Um, all right, let's get back to this season and what happened last weekend. Uh, we got two teams that won't be playing anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to say some things about them. Did you watch the Dreamcatchers game? Uh, Seaball game? Yeah, I was impressed. Okay. Mallory, did you watch this game? <laughs> I was under the weather. So oh, I... that's right. You showed up, played our uh, half game, and then, yeah, you had to go. Under, um, under the weather. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Whoa, I got to roll this back. I totally forgot this part of the, the thing. Mallory... Uh, you told me a couple weeks ago that your mother listens to the podcast. Yes. Is I this... have so many questions. <laughs> is this true? Yeah, she she is so excited for me being on today. She's like, <laughs> I can't wait. She she sends the clips to my sister, and she, she'll, she'll listen to it and then listen to it again. 
in with my dad, or like there's a specific thing that my name gets mentioned, she's like, listen to this. And oh, they got lots I'm of I'm sure there's music. more people that she shows it to as well, but. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. That's yeah. fantastic. I also gave her my Facebook login so she can watch the live stream in the group. Oh my wow. God. That's incredible. Wow. All right. So Zach says that that your mom calls you the day after the podcast airs. Yeah. And then like, what did she say? Is she like, so they talked about you at this time? Yeah. She just does a recap yeah. for you of, of pretty much your mention. <laughs> she yeah. gives you the timestamps because <laughs> the time change is different. So usually when it's posted like late at night on Wednesdays or early Thursdays, she's like, if she has Wednesdays off at work in America, so the time zone works out so she can listen to it immediately. Oh, wow, perfect. And she's subscribed, so she gets a notification like, <laughs> oh, it's been added, and then immediately listens to it. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. I knew there was people outside the league listening to this. I knew at least one person, and now it's confirmed. Um, great. All right, so that's why Mallory's here. That's like a big reason why Mallory's here. If because you... our super fan, Mallory's yeah. mom, what's your mom's name? Margie. Margie. Because of Margie, we have... This also, Mallory just raised the bar. In the past, if you told me that you listened to the podcast, I would invite you on the podcast. <laughs> but the bar has been raised. Your family members have to listen. You have to bring in people from outside. Um, all right, so good, Mallory. But, Mallory, we played the Dreamcatchers the last two weeks. Yes. So you are very familiar with the Dreamcatchers. Um, all right, Corey, what did you notice in that game, the Dreamcatcher C-ball game? So I think I mentioned this before. One of the things that I like the most about the DSLs watching new players get better. Uh-huh. The people who've never played the game. Yeah. And early in the year, um, there was a lot of people on that team that really didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. But I was impressed by how they definitely got better as the year went on. Mm-hmm. And watching like Danny Wright at first base, how she transformed from like just figuring out where she was supposed to be to making incredible plays. Yeah. Watching... Um, uh, why did I... I go by his Facebook name, so Phil Victor, what's his name? Phil. 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 <laughs> so it's Phil Victor on Facebook. Yeah. Phil, uh, you know, going from, I remember him from tournaments to just being a big bat. Yeah. To all of a sudden becoming a defensive dynamo at times. Right. And uh, that whole team just seemed to actually start playing ball. Yeah. Actually, not just being out there for the other team to play against, which right. sounds terrible, but that's what it seemed like the first five weeks. Yeah. In the last five weeks, they actually looked like a, a ball team. They looked yeah. a lot better. Yeah, and I thought they put up a pretty good fight for the first five innings. Um, and that was really my thing. Uh, the shortstop that they played, I have a couple things for Corey here that are um, perhaps historic. You'll probably know. Corey fielded what I believe is the first co-ed team. Mm-hmm. Five male players and five female players. I yeah, definitely. Like not. straight co-ed team, which hey, that's that's big. Um, I think, and I think probably. I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but like the demographics of Korea and the way that things are going, if we can move in that direction, that's probably a good direction to go. It sh- it could have been that way. Like I remember in the first year I captained, we actually had a waiting list of forty-five women. Oh my god. 45 women for the league that year and 20 men, I think, the very first year that I captained. So this is 2010. Jesus. Yeah. Um, all right. We didn't have quite that big of a waiting list no, no, this no. year. Like, yeah, that, that dissipated at time. Like, I mean, there's fewer hog ones than there were before, too, right. and all of that. But like, uh, we probably could have gotten to this a lot sooner. Okay. Yeah. But all right. Definitely, that's the, that's the first. And. I'm assuming you're going to the shortstop. I'm getting to the shortstop. Chris Spam playing shortstop. I think maybe the first 
certainly the first female shortstop I've seen play an entire game. That's the first that I recall playing. We've had uh, women play shortstop for an year or two, but I don't think we've had a woman play shortstop the entire game. Sarah, do you have any thoughts on this? Should I be talking about this, or is this... What do you think? I think she's amazing. What's her name? Chris. Chris. Um, she was amazing. Every yeah. time I looked up, she was doing something amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she was really fun to watch play. Um, but yeah, I think it would be great to have a co-ed uh, league, like a full-on co-ed league. I think that would be awesome. Right. Um, and then the other thing that I noticed about Chris and that team in particular is that was the first game where they looked like they were having a good time. Agreed. And I think it all came from Chris's energy at shortstop. A lot of times... The shortstop sets the tone for your team, just whatever they're kind of doing because they're getting the ball a lot and people are just, you're just looking at them to do something. So if the shortstop is like exploding in anger, everybody starts to get tense. But if the shortstop is loose and having a good time, uh, like Chris was, I think that whole team just was like feeding off of that and was playing really loose and playing what looked like a fun game for the Dreamcatchers, which, I mean, we played them the last two weeks, yeah. didn't look like they were having a good time. Uh, <laughs> So, I was really, really impressed with um, that team and, yeah, the way they came together at the end of the season. Look, completely different squad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, that's that one. And then, the Dirtbags. The Dirtbags also will not be going. Greg DeVillers' team, for the second year in a row, not going to be in the playoffs. Um, they had a tough, kind of crazy game. Yeah. They, they just seem to be not quite... Just, just missing out. Like, you know, like, just swinging at a little late popping up a lot mm-hmm. um, I think Paul didn't get a hit sorry Paul it's gone on you twice already buddy Oof. You're, you're weird looking and you didn't get a hit alright <laughs> weird looking in that photo <laughs> I want to be very clear he'd probably be the first one to tell you that he's always weird looking well he might but I'm not I'm not accusing him of that okay you're not gonna you're not gonna throw that out I mean there. we all know Paul is you know he he was the best player on my team two years ago when we went undefeated him and Greener mm-hmm. and uh, mad respect for his right. skills but he uh He'd be the first to admit that was not a, a great game for him, and that's just so unprecedented. Right, for him, for him to, to go. To not get a hit. To not get a hit, yeah. yeah. I was quite surprised by that outcome. But this rolls into my number three, uh, and the Dirtbags have a couple second-year players that I think uh, could be really good next year. Uh, I think there's something about coming in, having your first season, struggling a little bit maybe, and then the second season, third season, you like really like click in. like It really starts to... There's a lot of weird things in the softball league. A lot of weird things that you can do to boost yourself. I don't know. All sure. right. But it takes a bit to, to know those things. And one of the guys on that team is Tim Warner, if he comes back next year. He looked really good this year, um, but he never really got a position. And then hitting-wise, he had like a couple of really good hits, but then it just could never come together. But I would say next year should be pretty good for him, I would think. Early in the year, actually even up to a couple weeks ago, I was really worried about having to play that team in the playoffs because I thought I'd seen individual performances from different players that looked like they were really good I never saw them all put it together on the same day right. Greg had maybe his best year yeah he had an awesome year he was fantastic Greg was awesome but it never seemed like they all came like they were all playing their best on the same day right it seemed like you know two or three guys but then the other three would not be right so couldn't do it all yeah that, that I feel like is uh, can be a chronic it's like the flu season, sure. and it, it can happen to teams all in the same day. It can happen to teams throughout the DSL. It can happen to a team for an entire season. Mm. But that whole, yeah, players having not a good day at different times and right. good days at different times is, um, 
I think that happens a lot. Right. Um, all right. The next one that I think second year player to watch next year would be Temu if he comes back. Uh, I hope he comes back. I think that he'll be... He, he started catching the ball in the second half of the season. Uh, he had a couple of big catches in the last game. And then he's starting to hit the ball. And the thing with him is, like, he just should never stop running. Yeah. That, the base running is the thing that will, like, will, like, transform him into one of the top players. If he just didn't stop running until they tagged him, basically. Uh, just set, just go. He's got to... Once he learns how to, like, turn from right. first base to second base, there were a couple of times where... He could have made it to second, but he runs through the first base. Sure. It's sort of like a baseball style where it's just like, oh, I got a hit. I'm going to get down there, and then I'm safe, right? right. In the DSL, you got to just keep going until until they make you stop, basically. He's alarmingly fast. Yeah. <laughs> He's very fast. Which I think is, is to his advantage, right, especially in the DSL. Like, yeah. The defense is not always, is certainly not as fast as him. Right. Um, on a good day, yeah. Right. But. And then, you know, reading, like, when an outfielder picks it up and knowing that outfielder's arm and whether or not you can run on and go, and most of the time you should, right. al- almost always you could go. <laughs> um, yeah, so fast and baseball fast. When he becomes baseball fast, he's going to be super dangerous. Right. Yeah. Um, so he's exciting next year. And then uh, all of the female players on Corey Baker's team, Di, Danny, mm-hmm. um, Angie, all, all should be better or good next year. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for next year. I do think like second year players are a good way to go. Just a little bit more. Also, with the if they league. really enjoyed it and come back, there's that extra. They kind of know what they're getting into going into the season, and maybe they plan their schedule a little more. Right, the commitment for the full like, ten oh, weeks. Especially if they come this week and like, oh, I want to be doing that next year. I want to be playing for the trophy. I want to. Right. You know, just that little. I'm gonna go home at two o'clock instead of three o'clock on <laughs> Friday night, and that extra hour of sleep maybe. Right. Good for a couple of hits. Mallory, let me ask you that as a rookie. Like, how do you feel about what's like the end goal of the season? Do you care about like winning the championship? I, I mean, I, I don't. Once I realized that we, as a team, like mesh well and get along and play well together, then it became more of like, oh, I guess we do have a shot. Okay. It's like it makes me like want to focus more and try harder and maybe run a little bit faster. Okay. When normally, I would not <laughs> put in as much effort. <laughs> So that it was like, well, you know, if we get up there, then and like participate in the championships and everything, it it makes it more of a that would be memorable cool. experience, yeah. Okay, all right, because I always I don't know like for me, yes, I want to I do want to win a championship, and I, I but I don't know how many people that's true for. Corey, what do you think at the beginning of the season? What's your what's your feeling? What's your goal? Well, mine is always the, the championship, but I do want to make sure that the team I'm on that we are having fun because. Uh, ultimately, there's only going to be the one champion, and uh, I've played 12 years. We've only, I've only won once, but every year has been pretty awesome. So get along with the team first, but play to win. So I guess that's the main goal to win. It used to be that everyone got to play in the championship. Oh, for there's like this four-year stretch, we had everybody make the playoffs before, and then now. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was like a, there was a when we went okay. to ten teams during the ten team. Yeah. Um. You don't, you didn't, you never liked that. Is yeah, that right? That is true. Um, and I disagree. I think we've right. disagreed about this sure. before. Um, but I, uh, you know, I, for me, I want more people there sure. on Championship yeah. Saturday or Sunday or whatever it is. 
Um, and I want everyone, I want everyone to have even the most underdog of underdogged yeah. chances um, at winning that championship. But you prefer this way. Well, I, I completely agree with you on that. When we're at 10, that is super exciting. And the jockeying for position on who's going to get to play on the first. We used to have two playoff weekends. But I like that, like, last week mattered to everybody. That last week of, right. like, I want to have a chance. I like that there's that. And that even game four matters where, like, although if you're a first-year player, maybe you don't realize it matters or don't care as much. But it seemed when we had 10 teams, it didn't really matter if you missed a week because you were going to make the playoffs anyways. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between third and fifth, ultimately? So that's my take. But I like the excitement of everybody being there. That is certainly a lot more fun than people just, oh, I don't know if I'm going to come. Mm -hmm. So I get that. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy it being on two, I think, last-place teams. I think I was on two last-place teams. The opportunity to get that playoff game. Maybe this is our day. Maybe we'll click today and we'll, oh, well finally. Oh, the first year I think we won a game. Uh, we did. We won our first playoff game, and then the second year was. But it was the same thing. We had like not a good year. Somebody said we won one game on the the Hanamana team, which I can't remember. I was like, damn, one. We only won Maybe. one, uh, and that may have been true. But we got to play in a playoff game, and like, from my perspective, it was like, all right, here we go. We're gonna do it. We're gonna win whatever five or six games in a <laughs> row that it took, um, and that was cool. Uh, so uh, you do kind of feel bad for uh, purple and yellow. And I mean, Corey and Greg have not made the playoffs for two years in a row. Both of them. Um, this season, though, like, this, the game 10, right, for Corey's team and Seaball, it was... That's basically a playoff yeah, game. it was basically a playoff game. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah for sure. Um, all right, that's it. Do I have anything else? What, do you else? what else do you guys want to talk about before we get to the preview? Because the preview is going to be a long That's going to be interesting. Mess. Sarah, what do you got? Well, I was thinking, and I, I talked to you, Zach, a little bit about this earlier this week. I was thinking about the, the fact that the coaches have this tendency to draft in their own image. Oh, okay. And I was pondering the pitfalls yeah, okay. of this. Um, I can tell you exactly what the pitfalls are. I, I'm going to tell you what oh, the okay. pitfalls are. All right, um, I just, I was thinking about how I totally get it because, and I don't just mean it can be drafting your image as a, as a human, mm. your your personality, your party style, okay. we could, might say, um, your softball player style, your physique. Um, well, I think about J.O.'s teams <laughs> just tend to be large, Larger people. <laughs> there were like six first base in all those days. Right, like, exactly. Um, but, but who's gonna play first base? Everybody. Everybody and, everybody's getting tests. And I think that the the this is my advice for a year from now, for next year, for the future coaches, is to try to strike a balance between drafting in your own image and maybe getting some people that are not like you. Okay. On your team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is how I ended up with a team of Buckleys. <laughs> it really, uh, it's it, it really is insane. And then, like for me, I think this is why I ended up with no, no real power on our team. No, we don't have like a home run hitter going over the fence. And it's because I'm like in the draft. I'm like, we don't need it. It's fine. Right, we'll because be cool. you you look in the mirror and you see right. a person who doesn't do that, and you're like, that's right. fine. You don't have I'm to do that. I'm good at softball. I don't need to draft a guy who can hit it over the fence. You don't have to hit it over the fence to be good at softball. It's look in the mirror. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I think as a result, our team ended up pretty well rounded. 
overall, even without the home run hitters, we're still, you know, Scoring competition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in my image. <laughs> I, I think, actually, for a lot of the years when I drafted, I wanted that same style of team. Uh-huh. And then I started thinking, that's a great team to win a lot of games. But when you need that one big, right. big inning, it's really hard when you need to get six or seven straight hits. The more hits, that's when you want. The that. more hits you need in a row is right. the harder. It's just harder. Like, it means that you have very few like bad spells throughout the season. But there's often one or two times that come up when you're like, I really need a, a Brandon hit right now. Right. And it puts a lot of pressure on your defense. It does because you have to try and keep that game low because right. you can't get too far behind. Right. And when you do, you're like, oh my gosh. Right. How how long get hell five are... runs? Like yeah. You're down seven, and you're like. We have to get five, and then we still need more. And we Not do. really our thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And so I like that style, but mm. there's a couple moments and where you're like, wow, we probably yeah. are going to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I've been going to the gym. I'll muscle up <laughs> and do it. I'll take care of it. Um, probably not. Uh, okay. Um, all right, so... That's what that's what you had. Do you got anything else? The, and Mallory's mom. <laughs> and Mallory's mom. We nailed it. We did it all. I think I only did three things tonight. Did she like the intro? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's all I care about. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she just texted me. And oh, I was like, oh, I, she's like, are you home right now? Because we're planning a trip to Vietnam. Cool. And that's exciting. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing the podcast. And she just, exclamation points. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then kissy emoji. That's on her contact from... Oh. Mom, kiss emoji. That's adorable. I'm a great daughter. (laughs) Um, Okay. Coach's party, goodbye to the two teams. Second year players to watch. Um, We did have a forfeit, but I don't really have much to say about that. It's unfortunate, but it's bound bound to happen. Yeah. It's a weird... It was unfortunate. I was not very happy about that. But, um, no, I don't need to do that. What do I want to say? I wanted to say a bunch of nice things about people, but I guess we'll just do it in the in the preview. Can we just blame the forfeit on Daryl? Because I've been blaming him yes. all week. Let's sure. blame everything on Daryl. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I've, been, I've been blaming him on Kakao all week, so I don't mind. You've just been here. sending him messages okay. like, if uh, Ruben loses the MVP, it's all your fault, bud. Only got, oh. only got eight games in because of you. Wow. <laughs> just heavy. Just, just heavy. Oh, I was not nice to him. <laughs> but he can take it. <laughs> All right, so hopefully Daryl will be there this week. Uh, let me figure out where we're at to preview. Oh, man, it's going to be tough because I don't have the schedule. I, I, I think I know the schedule. You know the schedule? I'm pretty sure. It's on the front okay. page of the website. It's on the yeah, front page of the website. it's on this little thing. If you go to the home page of the website, though. Okay, Corey, uh, hit Matt. me with the, with the schedule. Now we're doing it. Playoff preview. It's happening. So the first game is All Balls is hosting uh, Game of Thrones, I believe. Ooh, man. That's their Game of Thrones, right? Oh, man. What kind yeah. of analysis <laughs> yeah. is that? I have, I have, like, Game of Crows, Game of Thrones. In depth. All of, the, all of the TV show references. Yeah. All right. All balls, Game of Thrones. What do you guys think? Uh, I think it might come down to if Austin plays. I think that might be the difference maker. If Austin plays and Dustin can play in the outfield, because I think Maddie's thumb is still sore. So is he not going to play? He's going to play, but I'm not sure if he can play shortstop. Oh, maybe it's all good, but he, he was having trouble even closing his hand on Sunday. Oof, oof. Which means, like, I know even later in the game, he was hitting, he could still hit well, but he just didn't have the same power. So yeah. if uh, uh, Dustin can play all, all right at shortstop, but uh, then their outfield becomes weaker. If 
Austin can go there and Dustin back to the outfield. I think they have too many weapons. That's my take. Mallory? Hard to say. I mean, from what I've, you know, seen this season, I don't have, like, that same in-depth knowledge with, like, this player and in this position. Just, like, from what I've seen when they played each other previously, I, I think All Balls is definitely the one. Because they they <laughs> played choice. Game of Thrones twice and, and both won both times. Yeah. So. Man, All Balls, Game of Thrones. Ugh. Why do I do this podcast? I don't know. I don't like this part. <laughs> well, this is like half the podcast. I every know that's week. why we I said why do I do this, this podcast? What do you dislike about it? You don't like. Let me go back to Maddie. Greens. Let me go back to Maddie <laughs> and his poor hand. Uh, he dove on Sunday at Duryu, and it wasn't. It was weird. It didn't seem that. Like it. I don't it know. It didn't seem as, as bad as the result. It, it didn't seem as violent of a, of a dive to cause the injury that happened, but his thumbnail got pulled back, <laughs> so there was bleeding. And it yanked the thumb. And then it back. pulled. It just kind of pushed his thumb back, and it was uh, um like bruising. Mm. You could see the bruising. But Campbell, oh, he's tough. Campbell is a beast because that happens to me. Well, no, okay, that happens to me. I'm still playing, but um, <laughs> but Campbell, he's just like he sat for maybe an inning. And then he came over and he was like, all right, I'm going to play catcher. Yeah. Because they didn't have a catcher at that point because they didn't have enough players uh, with Maddie out. So he's like, so he's like, screw it. I'll come over. I'll play catcher. There'll probably be a play at the plate. I need, there needs to be somebody here. But, you know, his, it's, it's his glove hand. Right. And if the ball hits his hand, obviously that's going to hurt yeah. real bad. And I think within three batters, there was a play at the plate and, and he, he had to make a catch. Yeah. Um, so... And the thing is, if he doesn't play shorts, that'll be at first, which is even worse because every throw coming in there is going to be right on that thumb. So yeah, and I think he'll find a way to play. Oh man, I don't know, like wrap but, it up. But gripping the bat. What the hell was LeBron on during the finals? Get yeah. get some of that, whatever he was using. I will totally inject him with something on Saturday if he'll let me. But I think he's smart. What do you think professional level athletes cortisone? have access to? Do you think it's just cortisone? There's that other one, but I don't remember. I think it's heroin. <laughs> <laughs> It's a heroin Cortisone or heroin. It's right into <laughs> it's a the, heroin derivative. Right into your thumbnail. Uh, so, all right. So, Maddie. Oh, man. Uh, I, wait. I have some things to say. Right. I want to sing the pra- the song of Maddie Campbell for yeah, a second. Great. Let's um, do it. First of all, this little thing. What is this thing called? What's this sort of a thing called? Bracket? What the bracket. Yeah. This little bracket that he made is wonderful and amazing, and I love it. This is yeah. just the sort of shit I need to understand what the hell's going on. Although, I do have Corey Sitar here today right. so on purpose my um encyclopedia of not only <laughs> softball knowledge but dsl knowledge um and i just have to say my sandwich on saturday sunday sunday was so good the pork sandwich <laughs> the pork sandwich with the pickle and the onions and it was just perfect and i was just losing my mind but at the time that i was eating it nobody was around me so i, I didn't want to just shout the sandwich is so good um, but I wanted to, it was, it was like the best thing I ate all week. I was, it was so good. It was great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, man, Maddie's a huge part <gasps> of the Do league. you think that his injury will affect his sandwich making abilities? Oh, I hope not. I feel like his wife oh does God. a lot of the work, so he'll just, uh, he'll be able to do the less thumb intensive work. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> we'll still have sandwiches. We still get to eat on Saturday. So. It might not be prettily around. Oh, man, this is a tough care. thing, though, on Saturday, because you're out there from, like, maybe noon to 7. You have to eat. 
And it, and so eat the sandwiches and order pizza. Maybe pizza I should get delivers. two sandwiches. Yeah, okay. So pizza delivers, but like, you know, you got to have something up there. I think we got to get like six sandwiches. Yeah. Just, just, Maddie's going to have a huge weekend. Just cover your bases. Yeah. Four sandwiches per person, <laughs> all right? Have a sandwich at each base. I like what you're thinking. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to be punny, but... Maddie should have a special. Minute. He should have like a four sandwich special. <laughs> the, the cycle. <laughs> you get four Eat sandwiches. Eat for the cycle. <laughs> Brilliant. That'd be so great. Just give Maddie all your money. Just sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Just give Maddie all your money. <laughs> and um, eat for the cycle. Um, all okay. of that was to avoid me having to choose. To choose. Ugh. You know what I hate about this season? I think I picked against Game of Thrones every game. Yeah, and I, I know. I feel terrible about it. I know, it. I know. Me too. Well, Game yeah. of Thrones. I think Game of Thrones is going to win. I want upsets all day. You know what I gotta say about all balls? I got another little Except hot tip for on all balls. <laughs> Except for Dustin ended the season with like a shit ton of home runs. What an asshole. And the thing about it is he's like hitting the ball square, right field, left field, center field. To be able to square it up all three multiple times in a game, that's there's not a lot of people that can do it. Otherwise you'd have a ton everybody'd have a shitload of home runs. So Dustin's ability to basically yeah. put the ball where he wants it right now, uh, is huge for that team. Because it just gives them like one more like major hitter okay. in their lineup. That's why if, if an injured Matt isn't able to to uh, even do half of what he normally does, then I think they're in trouble. Dang, you might flip him in the lineup because Dustin's been leading off. Boom, Dustin clean up, Maddie number one. But even the grip, yeah, that's the. So I, I, if Austin comes and I, I think he's going to be there. Uh, they're they're really talented. Yeah, all balls is uh is pretty good. Um, okay, yeah, I'd probably have to go all balls in that one. Yeah, I don't like picking against Game of Thrones all year. It seems shitty. Like don't be shitty. Thing to do. Uh, all right, well, there we go. I'm shitty. Are you bad at being an adult? Do you not know how to feed yourself, bathe yourself, or clothe yourself? Are you going to be at the playoff game on Saturday? There's one solution that the softball league can offer you. Maddie Campbell's sandwiches. For six to 8,000 won, at the very least, you can feed yourself. So get yourself a pulled pork sandwich and pretend you're an adult at least a little bit this Saturday. Okay, uh, in the important game, uh, the second game of the day, 1.30, Hitsters versus Seaball, rematch number three. We've beaten them twice by a total of three runs. Right? What? Total of three runs? Yeah. Yeah. That is low. It is low. We beat them the first time by two runs, and then we walked them off. We walked them off? No, did we walk? Did we have a walk-off win with them? I don't remember. I don't remember. We had a walk-off win versus Dirtbags, and you had the winning hit. I scored the winning run, also, because I'm awesome. Did you hear that, Mom? Um, she knows. <laughs> so I have a question about this game. Yes. Uh, what did the captains decide in the Steve, uh, Steve Craig, uh, Chris Hebb scenario? Are I have they, no idea. You have no idea? I think it's Steve. You think it's Steve? I do. I think it's Steve. Um, I think it's Steve. Does that matter? Does that change it? No, I'm just curious what was decided on uh, who was going to be playing. I could if be. If they were splitting the games, or if they were splitting half the games. Oh, shit, the I don't know. Like, if they... Oh, like three innings or some shit? I, I know that there was going to be... I heard there was going to be a discussion about that. Ooh, I did not partake in that discussion. Yeah. All right. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't care. Either one. Fine. Let's go. All right. We beat him with 
No, we only beat him with Steve twice, right? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Here we go. Hitsters versus Seaball. Mallory, what do you think about our team? Tell us what we're going to do. I think that we're awesome. I think we have yeah, to true. get there. Everyone has to be there early. I think our problem, we tend to start off a little weak. Yeah. It's, you know, everyone's trying to get in the groove. But I think if we all get there early and have time to warm up and sort of... Get you know, in the groove before yeah, the game yeah. starts. Like watch the first game, like get your, get our blood pumping, and then we'll go in and yeah. start off strong. One of the things we haven't really done this season is warm up. Like yeah. hardly at all. <laughs> and like just for like lots of different reasons. Um, it's hot. Uh, <laughs> no one's there. Yeah. Um, there's no space because we're at the one park where there's just no room. Like all these little reasons where it's just like we haven't done a lot of... Also then I'm not huge into it because I don't want everybody to be tired when the game starts. Yeah. Um, but we haven't really done that much warm-up. It was actually really nice to play that game last week because we played a meaningless game, but we got everybody into the field and everybody got to hit and there was no pressure. It was just go out there and play. And it was kind of like uh, practice a little bit, so that was nice. Uh, but yeah, your point is totally accurate. That the, we just mind, kind of, the mindset is just as important as ability. Right, just being ready, yeah. ready to go. Um, Corey, what do you think about Seaball? So I think... On paper, you guys are more talented mm. by uh, mm. not, not a considerable amount, but I think you guys have the better team. Okay. But playoff Queasley, and this is why I asked about Chris, because right. he's had a good run in the playoffs. And I know it sounds silly, but there are guys, this is part of why the, the Goodwood possible pickup early in the week bothered me, was that there's the... Uh, there's something about people who just come up in the playoffs, and uh -huh. I think that experience in the last few years, that's uh, that's scary. Like, what, can they just turn it on? And you said that you guys only won by a combined three rounds. Right. It's not a big difference. It no, could just I mean, come down to which Queasley shows up. I mean, that's kind of what happened in the first, uh, in the la in the second game we played them. He was really, really good on defense, and then had a ch couple chances um, to beat us with his bat, and we were able to get him out mm -hmm. and not let them pull away. And even though this is just maybe like maybe if there's more rookies and there's less pressure because nobody cares as much, maybe that helps. But I think there's something to just being really excited or maybe thinking we're gonna win this game and get to that next game. But you do have Greener who's been around a lot too. Oh yeah. And uh, and you've played a lot of sports, so you can hopefully keep your team's head in the game. But I, I think that playoff experience makes it a lot closer than I would normally pick it. Regular season, I think I'd take you easily. Playoffs, I don't know. Yeah, I think okay. I'm picking you, but I'm not super confident. Okay, I mean, I think that no that's, offense. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that for a lot of people, like Seaball's the kind of like dark horse team to maybe go all the way to the championship game because, like you're saying, on paper it just looks so good. Alfredo and um, Steve and Queasley and um, Quinn, uh, and then everybody down to the bottom. You know, even Charity's had a pretty good season, and Caitlin's had a decent season, and. Um, who else? Andreas gets on base and is starting to play defense a little bit. So they're just, yeah, they they, they kind of, when you look at it, you're just like, okay, these guys should be winning certainly more than two games. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that they're a tough a tough game, for sure. I do think we're going to win. Uh, I feel like I finally got our lineup figured out. I think I've done ten different lineups. Uh, every, every game is a different lineup, and I feel finally confident, like, all right, I got the one. I got the one. So I'm hoping that we score... Somewhere around 15 runs uh, in that game against Seaball and beat them. Okay, good. So, what do you think? I hit stars. 
Wow, great. You got any thoughts? In depth. I, well, I married you. Okay. So I feel like. Good choice. That was a really good choice. So I'm going to stand by that. And go with hipsters. All right, great. She doesn't want to start reconsidering all of her life choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm abandoning win. that uh, right here during this podcast. Also, screw you. See if I'm going to win. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, it's one of these things where it's Queasley's last, potentially Queasley's last game. I don't want to say it's going to be his last game, but potentially his last game. And then I, I saw what he did last week, and I gotta, I want to match it. I see that, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll do the same thing. I don't know. I'm going to play somewhere where I'm getting the ball, and I'm going to make plays, and I'm going to hit the ball. I'm going to I'm gonna do that. Because mm-hmm. it was just really, really impressive what he did last week. So that's the that guy showing up in that experience of having won last year, I think that that's worth a run or two. And if you get sure. that close, it could be a toss-up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, now, I don't know how we're going to proceed with this uh, thing. We're just going to... Uh, well, so clear. you have to assume that you were right. Well, okay, all right. And good. then say what then what you think. Will all right. So the next game in the day would be um, dingers and stingers. Dingers and stingers, all balls. Corey, this is your. Tell yeah. us about, about your team this year. How the how um, you talked about some new people in yeah. the beginning. What do you got? Who who are the new people that you think are interesting or playing well or whatever? Um, well, we've got Morgan playing at second base. She's been. Uh, Really fantastic. She's got one of the strongest arms I've ever played with. Um, left me with a sore hand at first base a few times. Um, Carrie Ann, who's uh, one of those people I mentioned that you see the progress from the beginning of the year and to like just knowing where to be and to do her job. Um, that's been pretty exciting. I think everybody else on the team is a returnee or been playing quite a long time. Hope I'm not missing anybody. I think the rest of us are all veterans. The league people, yeah. So those are our two new players. Been a lot of fun getting to know them, and um, yeah, I think our team is pretty. Our hitting across the board, like there's really no weak spot in our lineup. I think that's been our strength. That even though we have Brandon, who, what's that your your big uh, stat, the Liam or something? What Liam. Yeah. Now I know his Liam number would probably be off the charts, but <laughs> the top of our order, the bottom of the order, I'm not sure there's that much a difference in batting average. In getting on base, there isn't run production because Brandon just hits the snout out of the ball. But yeah, you guys are deep. Dave Lyons, Jamie Carnes. It's not really a bad part. Like we're not worried if we're in the bottom of the seventh or top of the seventh, then we're at our eight, nine, ten better. We have quite a lot of confidence. Jamie Carnes has won a lot of championships. I it's like three or four. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how many he's won, but he's been in a bunch and he's been playing a long time. I think he's, he's won. such a crafty hitter. Yeah. yeah, and like really, I think underrated at the beginning of seasons, where it's just like. He's just, and the it's just kind of, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, and then he gets on a team, and he, he produces, he helps. He, he definitely adds. Um, and he feeds the team, too. And so he feeds your team, that's very valuable. which is huge. Um, okay, so dingers and stingers versus either, well, we'll say all balls, game of throws. Would you take you versus, over both of those teams? Or is there one of those teams that you, you fear more than the other? I, I, I don't fear either team, but I do think all balls will put up the biggest challenge. I mean, they... Last week without Austin, I mean, no, we nobody was taking the game super seriously, but uh, they they only lost I think by a run. Yeah, by one run. In the yeah. bottom, and they didn't have a really good player. Um, we were missing uh, one of our better players, Morgan, as well, and Kyle. So we were down uh, three people in our lineup, four people I think actually. But uh, pretty confident 
the way if we play our game, I think we can beat them. I think we're just a little deeper in our batting lineup, and we're about the same defensively. So, okay. Yeah, I think it's I think it's us. I think you guys finished very close in runs allowed, actually. Runs allowed was pretty close, yeah. I think it's the hitting that's going to be the difference. All right, let me see. we're both 104 against or something? That's what I was thinking. It's like, uh, oh, no, we're 104. Uh, 104 and 120. Okay. That's pretty close it's in this version close. of the DSL. One, bad, bad one, one game, yeah. one blowout. Um, okay, I think I'd have to go with you guys. One of the weird things this year for you guys is like, Goodwood is just like rolling, and I think everybody is like, "Oh, Goodwood, Goodwood, Goodwood." But you guys have only lost one game, two of them a couple of runs, by a couple of runs. Mm. Um, so I think you guys are like kind of right up there with them. I think there's there's a pretty clear one and two right now, mm -hmm. um, and it's you guys and Goodwood, and then everything underneath is is still trying to shake out. Yeah, okay, I'd have to go with you guys, Dingers and Singers. A championship? You're going to a championship? Hopefully. You've won one in 12 years? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Had undefeated teams. Lost in the finals, but only one championship. Yeah, maybe I should sit out the final if we get there. And bad oh, man. <laughs> All right, Sarah, what do you think of this one? I don't want dingers and singers to go wow. to the championship. Wow. So I want Why? whoever... Because I want... She said she wants an upset. Yeah, oh, okay. I want upsets all day. I have, just have this dream. Oh, yeah. I just love this idea of a team winning three, three, games. three games in one day to win the championship. I like that so much more. It's so... Um, it's just kind of boring when you're like, yeah, these teams that we're good all season won. Continue to be yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so... All right, you're looking for it's upsets. It's more exciting. It's more exciting for me as a person who... Watches and, and not not playing and uh, doesn't play. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mallory. What do you think? Are you on with Sarah or are you on something else? Um, I think. I mean, I'm calling all balls to win their game okay. versus Game of Thrones, and then based on precedent, like how the previous games have fallen out, I mm -hmm. would say Dingers and Singers, and partially because all balls will have already played a game, oh, so yeah. either that'll get them warm and ready for the next game or they'll be tired and you know it's like right middle of the day yeah and it'll make them a little bit you know yeah. making the smaller errors that really add up in the i'm a little worried about us because uh our second games in the double headers have yeah. not been good yeah. at all we just like <laughs> came out and we're just super flat yeah. like we won to get we won the first game and then we were just like we did it we won a game <laughs> uh we're done uh we played you guys dingers and stingers and the game was kind of close. It was really close for the first five. For the five, first five or six yeah. innings, yeah. Uh, but then ended up being like five runs or so. Mm -hmm. uh, but we did not. We played not well. It was the most runs we've given up in the whole season, and uh, it just wasn't great. And then obviously the all balls one, fifteen to three, we just didn't show at all. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> um, so I'm a little concerned about that. What do you think is harder, sitting for a game or just going straight back to back? Which would you prefer to do? Corey, what do you think? Uh, I prefer the break. Like, I would always take the the opposite of what Goodwood's doing. Cause, okay. Uh, especially, like, if it's this weather that we're having this week, uh -huh. and it continues to Saturday, then maybe the back-to-back -back is not so bad. Okay, because it's not going to be as hot. Usually, it's so hot. And I know it sounds silly because it's only softball, but it doesn't take very much for a line drive to become a line out. You know, and if you're uh -huh. a team that doesn't hit for power and you usually rely on singles and line drives... Um, then you're, you can get in trouble really quick. Those become ground balls. A couple of years ago, my first time in the championship as a captain, we had won 
five games in a row outscoring our team by more than 20 runs almost every game. Like, uh-huh. winning by 20 runs for, like, five straight games, including the first two games of the playoff Sunday. And we lost in the final seven to five. We scored, like, 100 runs <laughs> in, in five, five games. games, and we scored five in the final. <laughs> and, and, like, they played really well, but it, it, was, it was, like, line drive, ground out, line drive, ground out. We were just tired and sapped because uh-huh. most of us are not super fit when we're right. softball. <laughs> right. And that humidity gets into you, and so if you don't have a chance to rest and get water in you, I think it can get to you. That's yeah. That's my, my take. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys are able to win, you'll get a game. Yeah. You'll get a break. Um, and then uh, if Goodwood or us win, we'll have to go back-to-back. I think one of the things that was hard for us in that almost one it was it was cold out there. And so yeah. we sat for an entire game. We had like our like team potluck. We ate a bunch of hot dogs mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And then it, it was cold. And then you go back out there and you're just yeah. like, and, nah. the, and it was dark and the lights at that field. Oh, yeah, that's right. You get the halos around them. And it's just like constantly like blinking. Like don't let your eyes get blurry because you'll get hit in the face right. like immediately. I remember that game, yeah. Um, yeah, so it'll be very interesting. Okay, in the fourth game, Goodwood versus... Hitsters, yeah. I'm going to say. I'm going to go ahead and say Hitsters, uh, which I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but I'm going to say it. Um, this one's really tough. Goodwood, I think, is definitely the favorite. Like, if you asked the entire league, you would get Goodwood. Goodwood from people who uh, would participate <laughs> in your weird poll. Um, I think that Goodwood is the favorite. Mallory, we played them a long time ago. Is there anything you remember about them or anything that stands out? I... Don't recall, but I remember that it wasn't a huge difference. It was not. Two, two runs. Yeah, two runs. So, and it ended up, I think, what time did we play? Like, the middle of the day? Like, uh-huh. it ended up just, like... Uh, 11.30. Yeah, so we started to play, like, right into when the sun was, like, high in the sky. Uh-huh. And, like, what was it? At the, it was at the beginning of the season, too, so we weren't, you know, we... We got along pretty well from the beginning, but it was still like, not you like, know. Not like we're at now. Yeah, getting yeah. into the groove. Yeah. So, I think that, like, competitively, I think we would, it will be like a game to watch. Okay, good. When it comes down to it. Good. Corey, what do you think? I was having this discussion around the week. I think there's this weird triangle in my mind that I think you, your team is actually really well designed to beat them offensively. Because oh, okay. their outfield is one of the best the leagues, if they all show up, one of the best the leagues seen. Right. And the way you guys hit the, the line drives, uh, singles, the balls not in the air a lot, uh-huh. is good. Because their infield is really good, of course. Right. But their outfield is fantastic. Whereas our team doesn't match up offensively because we tend to keep the ball in the air a little longer. Mm-hmm. So they're a rougher match. But I feel like our defense is matched up really well against your team. I think that it's harder for you guys to score on us than it will be for you to score on Goodwood. So I actually, I kind of like our, we would have a harder time with Goodwood based on the way their defense is mm-hmm. and easier for against you guys, but you are better against them. Like if that makes right, right, right. sense. Right, right, right. You can't, you really can't put the ball in the air against Goodwood. Right. Like we, if you, if you put it in the air, you're done. Right. It's over because Kyle is catching everything. And um, Brendan and Brian and there's no gap. Yeah, Cad- Cadman and Hill in the right re- in right field. Dead center field. If you can hit it straight center field on a rope, and even then, that's your that's basically such a, getting a single. That's such a stressful thing to ask your team to do all day too, because your pitcher's gonna get whacked. Oh yeah, that, and it's also it's also not it's still gonna be in the air long enough for yeah. Kyle to get. And I hate I really don't like to go center. Like I'll do it sometimes, but I really don't yeah. like to do it because 
I don't want to hit the pitcher. Right. And I think that that's not uncommon for anyone. You just don't want to hit your pitcher. Right. Um, and so, yeah, if you set up your four like that, it's it's a little bit... Um, so it's tricky. Like, yeah, it's tricky I, to take advantage I, of that. kind of like your offense against that defense. I think you are better set up to beat them. Okay. I, I think it's... I still think it'd probably go good because that offense is so dangerous. Yeah, but, they can uh, score a bunch of I runs. Could, I, I think they're going to have to win it in the bottom of the seven. Okay. Think. You think it'll go to seven? And if you, if you can stop... Ruben twice or Kyle twice. Yeah. Then uh, you guys have a great chance. I mean, that's the tough thing about them is they've got the guy who can go over the fence not one time, not two times, three times yeah, in a game. Exactly. He might go over the fence three times right. in a game, which just and then there's that's no, there's hard to keep you can up do with. About that. Right. And then the other one that's gonna be it's you know <laughs> you've got to stand 15 feet behind that bag because yeah I, I like my face foul territory. I've had a lot of Ruben balls come at my face. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just go. Don't don't even worry about getting him out at first, though. Like, take that. Well, this is my advice. Just go 15, 20 feet behind first base, and yeah. then you'll you'll have enough time to react to that. Yeah, yeah he doesn't. He's not likely gonna bounce it to you. It's gonna be a line drive. That would be my advice. That's but kind of yeah. thing. It's like Ruben hits a single. You're just you're, that's you're that's, happy. That's as good as getting him out. Right. You're feeling really good about that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. They're, they're... So I'm gonna take Goodwood, but I, okay. I I think it's gonna be in the seven. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll take the hitsters, but. For the championship, I don't know. We'll just preview everything. Okay. Uh, Mallory, are you going to take us? Are we winning? Yeah. Okay, good. We're going to championship. Sarah, what do you think? Hipsters. Yeah, okay, great. All right. Championship, then. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we don't even need to talk about it. Is there any know. good stories you'd like to see? Let's say, how about that? Okay, yeah, okay. some stories. Let's talk about stories. Uh, who's played a lot who's never won a championship? It's always great when a guy who's played like eight years. Buckley has never won a championship. Buckley. Buckley has barely won a playoff game, which is not super great when you think about it, but he has not won very many playoff games in his career. Um, so getting Buckley a championship would be really cool this year. Um, who else? You got anybody else or anything else? Um, I'm just thinking of some of the people that are their last games, but there's so many, so I'm not... Really, <laughs> it's really hard. Every team's got them, and there's some people that still are up in the air. And right, like also. Queasley's not going to play again, but Queasley's won four championships. Has he won four? Three, three or four, three, I don't know. He like wins every year. Yeah. Yeah, he's won he's every quick. year he's been in the league except for the time he was on Brandon's team. Oh, uh, that 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 actually brings up a, so what has it been decided? The the Goodwood fiasco is Mike Connery playing for them? The uh, five time champion Mike Connery. I think we're still gonna have to see. It's still unsure. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll see what happens with that. I don't know which way it's gonna go. Um, so he's won five times. So they, you know that's uh, that's a guy who can turn a uh, championship. Right, he's been there a lot. I don't care about him winning another one. I'm just using the podcast to, you know, right. express my venting and Kyle. Love you. It's getting political. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just not going to touch it. I'm All right. Gonna, uh, I know, uh, that's why I said it. Uh, okay. Um, there's got to be more people. There's got to be more things I want to see in the championship. Uh, I mean, a championship with Ruben versus Brandon would be, would be epic, would I, be pretty I hope. Uh, so that would be cool to if see. You can't be in there. Well, yeah, maybe that if you can't be in there, that, that would be going, fun for you to see. Those two going yeah. back and forth. Um, what else? I mean, I just you know what I'd really like to see this weekend. You know, it'd be great. Good, like good defense. Yeah. Like you're saying, you you scored a hundred runs in five games, and then in the championship game, you scored five. Yeah. We've had other situations like that where uh, Timpano's undefeated team mm-hmm. lost like two, two to one. one. Sometimes the defense, I don't know if it's like tightness in the hitting or just the defense is just like, holy shit, now we're going to start playing. It's a combination. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm hoping that, that we just get to see some tight 
good defensive games. Uh, and I, I think we will. I think there's a ton of good defenders who are sure. going to be out there playing. So I think it should be good. Beattie is awesome in center field. Maybe we'll see a, a classic at a Beattie dive. Yeah. He, might, he might save that for the playoffs, yeah. That's um, a rough place to dive, though, that outfield. In Hyojin? Yeah. I think I'd rather dive there than anywhere else that we've played. I'm not di- I don't want to dive at Banyo Wall. You never know what you'll pick up. At Banyo Wall? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I just, <laughs> Thanks just for a good story. Plastic just embedded in you. Rabies from that Rabies. Um, yeah, Hyojin's at least like the facade of the green. But people bleed there, right? So. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, Green is going to be playing shortstop. You got you got the players. You got the defensive players out there. So that's what I'm really looking yeah, forward to. Yeah, good games. I want no blowouts. That's no what, blowouts. That's the thing that I want. The I don't want whatever... I don't want one of the teams that makes it to the champion to just sort of crap out in the in the last game. Do you remember that's the swingers a couple years ago? Yeah. That's not fun for anyone to watch. No, I agree. I want it to be fun. I want, and hopefully we get a good crowd of people that... Stick around even if they get eliminated and enjoy the day. It should be nice weather. It's a fun place to watch and just make it a, uh, a nice community thing. I, I hope that, that turns out. 6 p.m.? That's kind of the nice thing about Hyojin is like you're trapped out there in the country. So it's kind of like, all right, I'm going to go out there. I might as well just plan to go out there all day, right? If you're in the middle of town or something, you're just like, ah, I'm just going to go home. It's only a couple subway stops away. But if you're in Hyojin, you've committed. You've, you've made a commitment <laughs> to come out there. Um, I love it out there, though. What was my point about the swingers? Oh, because the swingers, three or four years ago, they just like rolled in their first couple of playoff games. They like won by 15 or 20 runs in the first mm-hmm. two playoff games they played. I think it was the swingers. And it was just like, oh, this is this is hard. This is hard to watch because you don't like to see it in the playoffs. Um, is it the last two, of the, maybe the last three finals that have all been like the final final have all come down to either extra innings or the last at bat? Yeah, if we could just get like another extra inning walk-off was game. Was that an extra inning or just a walk-off last year? Uh, I think it was an extra inning. And then the year before was also extra was extra innings. I don't remember. I wasn't on that, that team. The, I don't remember. But I remember. <laughs> I, I, I umped all three of the last three. Okay. So I, I wasn't in the final. But you. So, so I remember. <laughs> you, you've been available to umpire these games. Yeah. I mean, after last year's fiasco, I'm not sure I'll be umpiring this one if I'm not in the final. But who knows? I was the only sober ump. But... The the uh, I think the last three because even a couple years ago when Robbie's team last so I think they won three ago. Three yeah, okay, the Qs, yeah. And they were way up on I don't know whose team that was. That was Dougie's. Team. Anyways, they were way up on one team, and that team came back and that went to extra innings as well. I think that and, was the Swingers team. Yeah. Yeah, and so that three, maybe it was the Qs team that cried. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they, it was Qs because they shut out my team in the playoffs. Okay, okay. Yeah, they shut they shut us out or we only scored one run in the playoffs. In the playoffs and. Uh, it was such a good final. Like everybody, and I remember that one was at Samsung Field. Yeah. And everyone's there, and it was loud, and like you know, we got the crowd going, and it was yeah. super exciting watching those games go, and that like the tension was palpable. That's know, what I yeah. It was softball, but it was like people were, oh my god, one play, one catch. Right. And it comes down sometimes to like the most. If you look at, I think all none of those three games were would have been won by the the top three people you would have guessed would have gotten the winning hit. Right. Right. There are people who were contributing to the team all year, but you, not who you would have expected. Right, Denzel. Denzel, uh, I think Dougie or Malaski that the year Malaski. before. Dougie then, had a big hit. And yeah. Then, yeah, and then Malaski, maybe Dougie sent it to text ratings or something. So that kind of stuff is just super exciting. Right. Hopefully we have... Hopefully, hopefully we get that. Hopefully we get some good stories, some good feelings. Yeah. Uh, that's what I want. I really just want to have a nice day out there where everybody feels good yeah. um, and enjoys being out there. And when it's over, it... it 
you you did your best and you either won or not, uh, but you feel good in the end. Sure. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm with you on that. Um, okay. Shit. What else? Anything else? <laughs> that's it. Okay, Mallory. Uh, your season will be over on Saturday. Any final thoughts on this year uh, as a rookie? I don't. Nothing comes to mind. It's been really just fun overall. Just going out every time and watching the other games and hanging out with our team and chatting and I'm happy that I did it and I almost didn't. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that it, when it came down to it I didn't get too scared and okay. <laughs> Me too. decide not to. <laughs> so. Corey, what do you think? Final thoughts? Um, just love softball. Keep it going. DSL. I mean, hopefully this thing's still around 25 years. 25 uh, years? Hopefully. Dustin's just like 50, just oh, calling in, up fields. In 25, yeah. Well, Dustin, yeah. This is the thing I actually want to say, though. Anybody who, who is a rookie and is interested in what, like, thinks they're going to be around, like, the league will only keep going if we have an influx of new blood, right? We're mm. kind of on the third generation of people running the league, and it's, uh, it, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's tiring, and it's only going to keep going if we have people who, uh, who want to put in the work. And if you want to learn how to do it, uh, talk to your captains, because uh, we can always use more help. You heard rookies. Yeah, rookies, second-year play. Anybody who's ever thought, oh, they've got it all taken care of. Uh, they uh, do it, not. It's really it's, <laughs> it's more work than anybody can possibly imagine. If you, if you see a, a park somewhere, if you see a baseball field somewhere, send a message to your captain. Take a picture, send a message to your captain, or to anybody, and just be like, I found this field. They might tell you, like, oh, yeah, we know about that one. We've played there. But they might not. We might not know about it. It's hard to get out to everywhere where these fields are tucked away and find them. Anyone so. in Hyojin, we didn't know about three years ago. We, I drove by Hyojin in the middle of the mountains, and uh, Daniel... So I walked by that and D- Dustin as well or something. Like we just didn't know these places existed. And you the can't even find them on the map. They're not yeah. fields on a map, right? Yeah. They're just kind of like it's just locked. A, like, industrial a blank square. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes that's all we need is just a blank square sure. where we can so, play. Yeah, preferably where nobody will see us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I think that's it. Here we go. Playoffs, championships, last day to do something heroic, make people remember you. Remember, remember that guy in the playoff? Remember that Denzel? Denzel's going down forever. He'll always... He'll oh, this is one of the things I want to talk about. This is a... Now, 12 years in, this is like a legacy league. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, you win the championship, that's that's good, all right? Like, But already, like, two or three, four years back, you can't really remember exactly who won the championship um, or, or who played or whatever. There are details that get fuzzy quickly. Sure. But the big things, a walk-off home run from Denzel, I think, will be remembered for a long time. Um, I think... Had there been an undefeated team, I think that's the that's the other one that could mm-hmm. happen. Where the full undefeated season, that's one that that you can always just be like, yeah, I was on that team. I mean, I was on a one loss team that won a championship, but that's gonna get mixed in with everything with else, else sure. right? Um, well, so, I, going back, sorry to interrupt. Going back off the thing you mentioned about with Buckley when he was on here, we were talking about whether Luke had ever hit that home run. Out. Right. We actually did finally have one that was hit out by Ruben this week. Yeah. Right. I know it was against you. Maybe you wanted to. <laughs> no, I. He legitimately hit he that ball out of the ball. thing, yeah. out of Duryu. Yeah. Because I was there for the loop game, and it was a one bouncer. Um, I don't want to give the butt, but it wasn't a real game. 
But no, he hit true, it up. But he hit it. It was still the same pitch, and he destroyed it. So it I don't was know if it should count in the annals, but uh, we we had a lot of witnesses, and that thing traveled a lot. Oh, it was it was crushed. I mean, yeah. he definitely hit it up. Because the first couple, he hit really hard, too, and they didn't even get close. Right. And my thing, but my thing with that is, in a game, does he try it? Uh, he was going to try it. He was going to try it all five at best? I think he was. Okay. All right. Because I don't know that they, he would have cared that much about the... He swings for the fences basically every time. I've only ever seen him go the other way once. Okay, I guess... If somebody teased him, he couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're willing to just be like straight up Ruben hit. Cause, because what happens is part of the story is going to be remembered and part of the story is going to be forgotten. Sure. Or part of the, or the whole thing is going to be remembered. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm whatever... I'm saying it wasn't a real game because it wasn't. But, but he did hit it out. But he, like I would still say, if I ever saw one in the charity games that we play, I would still say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it still goes down in like because it's a it's a it's an actual feat of strength. It happened. It happened, and it, uh, I don't know, like, I can't. I don't think it can happen to right field. It's the shortest part of the park, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> he, but he did hit it three stairs up. It, it's also it three steps it's also up. further than a hardball professional hardball field. I'm pretty sure. What, what do you think the dimensions are on that place? Because I was wondering. I, I think it's probably about 110 meters, so 330 feet. Okay, because somebody asking me if it was longer than Fenway. Fenway down to the right corner is yeah. 304, 304 I, I feet. I think it's probably 25 feet longer than that. That'd be my guess. That's insane. It's a long way. I'm pretty sure it's more than 100 meters, which would be over 300 feet. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. We should measure that next year. We should. We gotta Somebody make it out. We should put a little plaque out there or something. We should put like a like a like a. Oh, can we buy like a little part of the concrete of the yeah, stairs? Yeah, just like and... just sneak in there in the middle of the night and steal the steal the chair and put it in the DSL Hall of Fame. <laughs> the piece of the concrete, cut a piece of the concrete out, uh, and just put it with a cup and just be like, all right, this is the farthest ball I ever hit. But when people are going back through the archives of the podcast and. Uh, you know, when your great-great-grandchildren are playing in this league, they'll uh-huh. remember that was that Ruben Rodriguez. And it happened. And it happened. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, that's it. Playoffs. It's happening. It's time to go. Time to play the best ball all season. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> all and right. that's your weekly ball movement. <laughs>